This is a Honky Tonk Man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, and you're listening to The Wrestler Review. Any people listening at home, are you? Let's get ready to review it. It's time. Wrestler. It's time to, yeah, it's time to wrestle. It's time to wrestle a review. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, this week we're doing Frank Gotch because we're fucking idiots. Yeah. Hey, let's and talk about for an hour. It's not going to make research difficult when both of us are incredibly busy at this one point in time of the year. It's like, <laughs> we did Hulk Hogan, really which we could have literally done blind while dying when both of us were not yeah. busy. And then we do Frank Gotch in the lead up to Edinburgh when I've gotten like, for the first time in my life, various work that means I have to work in the daytime. So I can't literally just been like, what's Jim Cornette saying? Time to read all of these trolling emails. <laughs> that guy's a cunt. That guy's a cunt. That guy's a cunt. Uh, for the yeah, re- let's do uh, let's do a guy whose entire career is shrouded in well, he won, or did he? Yeah, <laughs> the entire the entirety. But that's funny though because yeah. you mentioned let's, Hulk Hogan. Let's do a man Frank who Gotch. died before the end of World War One. Really did this mustard man... mustard gas did not have a cure when Frank Gotch was lowered into the ground. Actually, check this out. What day did he pat? All right, we're gonna I'm gonna. I should have done this before, but he passed um, December the sixteenth, nineteen seventeen, and I don't think. Oh fuck! A hundred years almost since Frank Gotch's death. Oh fuck! So we're good. We're good, guys. Yeah. Oh, we're just pretty good at this. Hate <laughs> Greg Valentine so much. Greg Valentine's great. He sucks. Here's why I like Greg Valentine. Okay, tell me why you hate, why you like Greg Valentine, and I will tell you why you're wrong. I think I like Greg Valentine because he's a guy who just kind of had a career in wrestling, and you're like, oh yeah, that guy, and then you look at it. That man was around. That man saw the two booms in pro wrestling. Like he worked in both booms and was old during the first boom. Yeah. Like he was washed up in the mid '80s. And still somehow stuck around till the late nineties. Like the last match he really had was um the last match he really had was uh six like weeks, against the Giants. Six weeks ago against uh sorry, I was I fucked up my great. No, he lost to Rob like I mean we we covered this previously, but he lost to Rob Conway and that everyone was like, Well and then the announcers were basically saying like, Oh, Greg Valentine needs to go on a diet. It's like, no, that's just how he looks. Like that's just how he looks. Gammy Gammy looks bad. Accept it. You know, whereas Frank Gotch is like, he's as important to pro wrestling as Hulk Hogan, because the thing about Gotch that's much, much shrouded in mystery, but really is very obvious is that was it fake? Was it not? Yes, it was fake. Like, yes, not fake. Frank Gotch, you can't beat a guy with a hug. If it's a strong hug, you can, bitch. <laughs> no, his his move was the toehold, which is now still a wrestling. Uh, I thought it was Hackenschmidt who was the ba- bear hug. His was the toehold. Yeah, Sorry, I got exactly. confused. There's no way. Because uh, Hackenschmidt was uh, Greco-Roman, whereas uh, Frank Gotch was catch-as-catch-can. And you can watch like uh, you can watch a Billy Robinson breakdown on the Gotch toehold. And if you know anything about uh, like actual grappling, it's like... Yeah, here's how the toehold works. Like you'll know, here's a, here's the gotch toehold. If you guys have ever seen the rest spot where a guy has the guy's foot yanks on the toe and the heel at the same time, pulls it towards himself while the other guy kind of like rakes his eyes. That's the rest hold. That's the gotch toehold. And in actual grappling, of course, the guy's just gonna fucking put his foot on the guy's ass and shove him away. Like that's what's just gonna happen. Mm. And all these matches lasted two hours. Yeah, you took have a you ever break. Seen a UFC fight the last ten minutes. Guys get fucking exhausted. I have seen that, yes. Right? Like, if you want to see a wrestling match that lasts an hour, watch... All right, watch Ken Shamrock versus Hoist Gracie 2. Here's what happens. Ken Shamrock goes for a takedown, and then they lie on each other like old people fucking for 45 minutes, and then they have a five-minute rest break, and then they go back to lying on each other like old people bang. That's it. But here's the difference. Frank Gotch is a man. Ken Shamrock, pussy. All the Gracie family, giant tampons. Frank Gotch, real man. (laughs) 
That's what Billy Robinson would have you. Billy Robinson would have you believe that's like Frank Gutch was around right now. He'd rip on eyes. He'd oh take yeah. Her eyes home. But Billy Robinson legitimately, I'm pretty sure, believes that he's stronger than trees. <laughs> Where's Billy today? Oh, he's in the orchard fighting trees. <laughs> Frank Gotch is also great because he did die. He died at the age of 40, and uh, the official uh, reason of death for a man who literally made a professional wrestling one of the top two sports, because at this time, you have to remember, uh, the time of the first Gotch-Hackenschmidt matches, sports is becoming popular. Yeah. The idea of going to watch things that don't end in someone's death. Finally, like, oh, finally, bear baiting (laughs) shall be replaced. No more blood on my frock. Yeah, exactly. Sport, like the idea of sports, is becoming popular with with Frank Gotch, and uh, his reason of death is a uh, something. It's like I don't know, it was poisoning or syphilis. I don't know, man. Why back off? It was 1917, where like that was it was the beginning of the end of life being cheap in the West, where it was literally like, how did he die? Because you're gay. That's how he died. <laughs> he died uh why you asking questions he's dead shut up yeah oh i didn't realize you were an angel and need to know everything like he he went to the great heaven in the sky where you eat oatmeal in the morning and then you eat oatmeal at night yeah two oatmeals you get if you died in night in the 1910s literally your idea of heaven was like maybe they'll have a bed and food for me <laughs> gentlemen Ooh, will- my chores only take nine hours oh yeah what a day i only have to give most of my money to my parents so that they won't actually eat each other wait a minute you mean i get stabbed with a clean knife <laughs> oh oh what a beautiful beautiful day it's got to absolutely. Oh, like, uh, it, it's got to be weird job. that if heaven is based on your expectations, but it's like you can like peek over the wall and be like, "Oh, what the fuck is this?" And he's like, "Oh, I died in the I died in the mid two thousands. That's why I have just all these naked sluts." <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> "What are these sluts you speak of, sir?" Oh, it's like they're women, but they blow you. What? Like the wind? I don't know who it is, but there is a guy trying to figure out right now if heaven exists. Like he's one of the he's one of the top five like smartest people in the world. I I don't know his name, but he's uh he's um trying to figure out if heaven exists. I wonder and, if he's uh, on the spectrum. Oh wait, I bet you he is. Oh for sure. But the thing is, like, I mean, yeah, if you're one of the smartest people in the world, why not just try and figure out if heaven exists? Everyone just seems resigned to the fact like you're dead and you die, and then that's it. Anyway, do you want to have a coke? No, <laughs> I've got to cry. Only, for this is the problem with year. science, though, is that they're literally just like, oh, we'll prove if heaven exists. And it's like, what if it's interdimensional and it uses something like the soul that you can't actually trace and it's something that's beyond our comprehension? Not possible. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's here's a here's a baking soda volcano. Yeah. Oh, did you not know us? We're science? The people that have gotten a lot of stuff wrong the first time? Yeah. Here... Check this out, Wrestler Review. We're not buying this science bullshit. Sci- we're science. We get it right the fourth or fifth time. <laughs> yeah, let's show up to like one of them science meetings and really let them have it, John. I, I do all the time. I just drive by every university and yell, nerd, and then I toehold two of them. <laughs> well, two babes kiss me. They don't even know my oh, name. Yeah. They're just like, oh, do you know Frank Gotch? And I'm like... You could George Hackenschmidt my dick, girls. <laughs> bear hug, bear hug, bear hug my dick with your pussy. Oh, wrestling was absolutely real. What was his finisher? The pedigree. <laughs> uh, but here's the th- like. I always think about like, all right, let's say heaven is real, and then let's say John Hastings goes to heaven, Yo. and then you are like, oh my god, I get to hang out with my family from like maybe your 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 great great grandma and you're like, oh my god, great grandma Hastings, what was life like there? And she was like, Do you hang out with any Jews? Oh yeah, and of course. Like, uh yeah I do and then she's like, No, we're not family then. You That's know? the it's thing like, is heaven has to be segregated for a certain point back because it's like yeah. Oh no, all those white people are happy to be reunited with the people they owned. <laughs> yeah it's just i owe i owe some of my friends uh an apology did you ever watch just, you watch saved by the bell right yes do you know the episode where it's discovered that jesse's parents or jesse's family were slave traders 
and Lisa gets really upset no. at her? Oh, it's the best. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> There's, no, I do not. They do a uh, fi- please enlighten me. <laughs> do a family. I have another Saved by the Bell anecdote. <laughs> they do a family tree <laughs> episode, and and it's discovered that fucking uh, um yeah uh, Jesse I think her name is is the one who later went on to be in Showgirls. Her parents, yeah. her like great great grandparents, were in this like were slave traders, and there's Jesus this incredibly Christ. awkward moment where she's like, "Lisa, my family used to trade slaves." And then they like cry. Why would you tell that? That's yeah. something you just yeah, you like, just wh- file away under never need to tell anybody. Why do you need to be like, "Hey, Lisa, you know why you're here? My family. You're welcome." Um, yeah, it's one of the many reasons why that show is great. It also gave birth to Screech. Who is the star of many a uh, angry comedian from Canada's story of having to pick him up at the airport? Or yeah, or the the whole story where Screech was like, "Yeah, comedy's on a downturn. You know what the problem it is? Is it with is women? There's women doing comedy, and that's bad." But like, all right, I'm out of this green room, and he just hung out in a green room by himself for an hour. Also, my one of my favorite things about Screech, you kind of understand Screech a lot more if you watched. I was. Uh, Unemployed for a time um, in my early 20s, so I got to be friends with Saved by the Bell the college years. And uh, it went from like politely being like, Screech, you're kind of a dork in the regular Saved by the Bell to Saved by the Bell the college years. There were all these jokes about Screech being sad and jacking off by himself. <laughs> there, was like, there was one joke where essentially the, essentially the gist of it was uh, Screech was like, can I hang out? And then one guy was like, why don't you go fucking kill yourself, Screech? And then, and then Zach was like, yeah, kill yourself. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. But the thing to remember about Screech is Screech, he was on television. from like He did all of Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell, the college years. Then he did a bunch of years of Saved by the Bell, the new class, as Mr. Belding's assistant. Yes, he was. Yes. He milked that fucking thing. How he doesn't have any money. Because I was supposed to work with him, and then he bailed at the last minute and called the gig and was like, oh, hey, instead of coming, I'm actually in my house. I never left here. It was all a lie. And uh, Well, that's that's the funny thing is you realize, like, let's say – I mean, they're not comparable, but maybe you could say they are. Is but I worked with Polly Shore, and you worked with Screech. And the thing about Polly Shore is, when I worked with him, you can see he's—is he a scumbag? Yeah. I mean, his mom was the original stand-up carny, and so was his dad. Yeah. But you can see he's like genuinely happy. Whereas Screech, I wasn't there, but my friends were. Did stand up at my college, and like. Apparently it was 30 minutes of puss jokes and then 30 minutes of just saying Zach was a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Friends of mine went and saw him do stand-up in Ottawa and his yeah. Q&A was just like, before you ask any questions, yes, I fucked all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Diamond truly is the Frank Gotch of his day. Frank Gotch, born in Iowa, uh, the son of oh, yeah. Frederick Rudolph and Amelia Gotch. Uh, obviously, that's exactly what their names would be. Oh, my name is Frederick. I am from Germany. This is my wife, Amelia. Her vagina white. I don't know why they sound like Borat. There you go. It's Borat. It's no, it's Borat. Borat. Borat was his dad. His dad was Borat. This is my wife. That was his dad. His dad was Borat. You fucking idiot. <laughs> I, well, here's the- I gotta say this about the Borat impression. I really enjoy it. I still t- I watched it recently. Also, if you question how is Trump in power, all those frat boys are now business owning forty year olds. Yes, and you're like, that's why Trump's in power because they're like, oh, let me tell you what a Jew is. That's bad. Black people don't <laughs> like them. Having sex with pigs. That's cool. All right. See you later. Definite foreign man. My wife will the my wife Borat thing will make a comeback. Like uh, that's what she said did in the off. You know what I mean? Like. It'll be uh, it'll be the ironic thing, the sitcom that will then come back unironically in about five to ten years. It's time. us bringing it back right now. The Frank Gotch episode will be known for me, and <laughs> for a, a much lesser extent, you bringing back in my wife. But this is the crazy thing: is that Frank Gotch? There's like little. It's all hearsay because he. Um, all right, so he's born. Yeah, Frank uh, Gotch is he, the fucking White Walkers of fucking professional wrestling. You hear about him he like really whispered by fat people wearing chains around their neck. Oh, if he ever comes back, Vince McMahon will literally book him against the ghost of Chris Benoit. <laughs> 
But here's the crazy thing about him is that he starts out in, uh, what does he start out? He starts out in like a mining community and the thing about wrestling at this time is it's all, a, it's all a grift. Like it's not, obviously it's not on television yet. Um, so what it is, is all these guys, um, going from basically mining community to mining community and, um, one of them would work there, like get a job in the mining community and then when they were time off, since it was all dudes, they would just have wrestling matches, and then the miners would have wrestling matches uh, when the day was done. Obviously, the plant and the mining camp would win the wrestling matches, right? Yeah. Because they were all legitimate wrestlers to a point, and then they would have a travel- traveling wrestlers come in, and traveling wrestlers would be like, uh, you cannot last 15 minutes w- getting pinned without getting pinned by me. I will bet... $25. And then all the miners would say, well, old Frankie here is the toughest son of a bitch I've ever seen. I'll put money that Frank can beat you. You know? Because he hasn't lost to any of us and we all work hard all day, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, Frank, who has worked there for three, four months, um, was friends with old old Tommy Jenkins and just loses to Tom in 11 minutes. And there's one story where he leaves in the night after doing this. Like, he he basically gets paid and then makes sure everyone's gone to sleep, stays up drinking with everybody, everyone's gone to sleep, and then leaves in the night with uh, Tom Jenkins. And uh, Farmer Burns was the guy who first got him into wrestling. Yeah, Mar- Farmer Burns. Martin Burns, yes. Also, can I just Marty say... Marty Burns. Can I just say this about wrestlers' physiques? Yeah. Exactly the same until steroids are introduced. Like, if you look at, like, George Hackenschmidt's yeah. body... He literally just looks like Brett the Hitman Hart. Like, they have the same fucking physique. Yeah, and the thing you have to remember about Hackenschmidt is that he was, like, at that time... At that time, George Hackenschmidt, w- people would gather around to watch him do feats of strength. And yeah. he just looks like kind of like Bret Hart. Similar to now how you can go watch Mike Tyson work out in a Vegas casino. That's how he makes his money. Jesus Christ. Paid millions of dollars a year. Is a gym, and he'll also show up to anything front row and just be like, "I really like, I really like what the." Uh, was good, Mike Tyson. How much? Because I, I know Snoop. I know Snoop's personal appearance fee is on his website. It's Snoop Dogg. Yeah, you literally pay him a hundred grand, and he'll go anywhere. Yeah, he. Um, I worked at a catering company, and uh, the way we got people to come to this uh, one, it was like a, it was like a catering shift in <laughs> Northern Ontario. But it was Snoop Dogg was playing there, and it was just like hand these hand these fucking mini bag mini pizzas to these teens, and then you get to watch a Snoop Dogg concert while they puke and finger each other. Yeah, although I don't really see a Snoop Dogg concert being the best. What? What's he gonna do? Just like put his songs. He's Snoop Dogg will play his songs. That's the best. Yeah, but he's a he's not a live performer. Like he'll just be hey, you know, which um, everybody. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're doing Snoop Dogg and Mike Tyson. That's the same person. Snoop Dogg and Mike Tyson are very similar sounds. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same. John Hastings, 2017. They're not all the same. They're mostly the same. Oh, is that Oprah or Shaq? I can't tell the difference. Oh, no, they John sound Hastings. very different. This is my Oprah. Oh, I like food. I'm Oprah. And then this is <laughs> that's good. That's good. Ooh, I like food. I'm Oprah or Shaq. This is my Shaq. Hi, I'm Shaq. That's my Shaq. That's what Shaq sounds like. Hi, how you doing? I have a body lotion <laughs> for no reason, and I keep trying to start a stand-up comedy channel. Shaq. Shaq's just like if you guys are in the UK and you don't know who Shaq is, uh, just watch any of his po- of his uh, post-game press conferences. And I've never seen a man who's more physically impressive and more like palpably homeschooled than Shaquille O'Neal. How was the game? How was your game, Terry? What? <laughs> Why are you being? He's so good. No. But here's the thing with Shaq: that's the best. If you get him away from anything competitive, he's just a nice man. But as soon as you bring, it's like, hey, Shaq, how are your kids? You know, they're really nice, good kids. Hey, Shaq, I see one of your sons is playing basketball. Not as good as me. My dick's bigger, too. <laughs> yeah, have you seen Shaq Versus? The video game Shaq Versus? Of course. Yeah, no, it's not a video game. It's uh, a TV show where here's what Shaq would do. He would face people in various things. But isn't there and also, a, vi- like isn't there also a Mortal Kombat-style Shaq video game? That's Shaq Fu. That is Shaq Fu. Okay, good. I was really afraid that that didn't exist, but I was like... I know it did because it was one of the four games Joel Kennedy had at his house that we used to play. He is widely known, widely, widely, widely um, thought about as one of the worst video games of all time. Is Shaq. There's no way it's um, one of the worst. Oh my god, it's pretty no, bad. Yeah, there was a guy, there was a guy who was uh, 
burning Shaq Fu. Like, he would give him the cartridge, and he would give you 10 bucks for the cartridge, and he would just burn the game, because he didn't want it to exist anymore. <laughs> I mean, that guy obviously didn't have, like, anyone who cared about him, but it's... Um, In the game storyline, so- Shaquille O'Neal walks into a dojo while heading to a charity basketball game in Tokyo. After speaking with Liatsu... A martial arts master. Shaq goes to another dimension. The Can we get a rollback on how you said that guy's name? Liatsu. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Where he must rescue a young boy named Nezu from the evil mummy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> very good. <laughs> from the evil mummy, Setara. Does good stuff. Oh my god. This game looks terrible. So, oh, I want to say this is how uh, Frank Gotch was essentially, because you did say Farmer Burns was his uh, trainer. So Old Marty Burns. about Farmer Burns. I'm going to throw this out there. We're probably not going to do a Farmer Burns episode. Hey, guys. Um, let's do what they always do on the rest of the review. I don't know when they're, we're going to talk about this guy again. It's like, yeah, you're never going to talk about this guy again. Just fucking get Bruce Pritchard to tell me some insight about him. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Pritchard knows how this guy got coke in 1882 or whatever. He um, for sure did. Bruce Pritchard? Bruce Pritchard's <laughs> probably got his death mask. Well, you know. <laughs> He's probably... <laughs> Um, so Farmer Burns would do this thing where you would hang him by a noose. Um, Fantastic. You legit try and hang him. Fantastic. His trick was you would try and hang him, but his neck was so strong that he couldn't get fucking hung, baby. Hey, how did he die? I hope hanging. Yeah, I really was hoping that it would be like, oh, age of 25, guess how? (laughs) So it was a classic thing where Farmer Burns is doing 15 minutes for anybody here to la- uh 50 sorry it was uh $25 if you can land uh if you can last 15 minutes with me and uh gotch came um and lasted 11 minutes and after the match farmer burns was like this is now my this is now my student and in like 3 months um this is what I was talking about with the mining thing in within 3 months uh burns teaches him a bunch of stuff about wrestling and they start going town to town and what gotch was so the, the sweetheart gig was being farmer burns which was basically like here's the world champ he comes in and beats the dude who we planted and gotch starts out as the plant in the mine uh, okay yeah 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 um to go, to further Can I just this, say though, this? Um, wrestling has the best or- no origin story of any sport totally matches what it would become and who would populate the sport better than wrestling it started as yeah. a way for a scumbag to steal money from poor people. And now... That's like, <laughs> true, though. Yeah. It's, wrestling's fan base, as you as you read up on this, um, my source, uh, most of my source for this uh, episode, by the way, is a book called Shooters by Jonathan Snowden. Uh, and that goes uh, all the way from Frank, actually pre-Frank Gotch, to Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You didn't know Brock Lesnar was a time traveler? <laughs> I'm just but saying, it's just that thing it, where it's The way like, you said that, it made it sound like a Frank uh, Brock Lesnar was before Frank Gotch, which is not true. He's right not now. Fucking, I didn't say it like that. Bro- you did. Frank Gotch to Brock Lesnar. Not Brock Lesnar to Frank Gotch, you fucking piece of shit. Not the way you said it. You were wrong. I am right. Big cop. Big cool head. guy. My name is John. Not a b- big head. Proportional to my body. Here's my impression of Dylan. I don't know. I'm stupid. No one's laughing That's funny. at home. Everyone's laughing. Everyone's having a nice time. Everyone's going, Ooh. Everyone's sitting around their iPod at home, reading the latest New York Times or however classy things were. The New Yorker. Our audience, l- a goof- yeah. A guffaw at John's large head because they've Google image searched John Hastings' head. No, they haven't. No, they haven't. They're reading the New York Times and they're good people, as opposed to you and your friends who are all dumb and are spending their Sundays at church not listening to the word of God, but instead stealing. You steal from churches. You have. You have. You have you've stolen your girlfriend's virginity from the Greek Orthodox Church. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, Dylan, when, so, when you get married, are you gonna do it the Frank Gotch style? And I assume just go into a town, point at a girl, and go, "You're mine." What's your name? Shut up. We're fucking. We're put you in a toehold, yeah. Yeah. Put you in a toe. My goddamn life. We're going. I was actually married twice, which is insane. In the 1900s. It's where not it's that. Like, like, it's this uh, weird thing about Jesus society where everyone talks about, like, oh, no one got divorced back then. It was like, yeah, people got divorced all the time. Rich people didn't get divorced, but, like, you'd still get – people got divorced all the time. Wives died so often. 
they just fucking <laughs> fall apart when yeah, they were course. given birth or just the husband would yep. murder them to feel something? They would fall apart when they were giving birth. Cause of death, <laughs> uh, she kind of just fell apart. She fell apart while giving birth to a baby that also doesn't exist, but I did drink a bottle of whiskey and woke up covered in blood. Ask me no more questions. <laughs> Detective in Jesus. 1915 Chicago. Oh, woman died of being a lady. Man gets new shirt after last one covered in what could be called jam. I'm going to give you five years and then you got to get a job. <laughs> That's what a man would say if his wife died in the 1910s. Uh, I'll give you five years and then it's the salt mines. Oh, hey kid, I hope you weren't looking for someone to literally take care of you in the first days of your life. I need to be able to live my own life. <laughs> Do you understand that, like, our generation is only really the second or third generation where the father has to try? Yeah. Like, our parents were raised by, like, men who were like, who wouldn't come home from work right away. Here's what I'm going to throw out there. So, Frank Gotch, we're going to take a break after this. No, I just want to talk about this a bit. Frank Gotch wins his first world title You're from right. Tom Jenkins. Now, who is Tom Jenkins? He was a exceptional American wrestler. He was a strong man. And more than that, he started wrestling at the age of 18, which is, I mean, that's early. But he had had a full-time job since the age of 10. I was he had been working full-time in the 1900s, which means probably 60 hours a fucking week since the age of 10. And Frank Gotch beat this man. And the thing is... In a lot of these matches, you can say, yes, they were fake. Um, I mean, that's what I... It, we don't know this for certain, but this is basically an educated guess. Yes, they were fake, right? Like, why would you... Wrestle Why would you hours. not grift people back then? Yeah. Right? Um, Their match that went two hours that was very controversial that we'll cover after the break should not have been that long. Like the, the thing is, is also, most matches went to approximately the same amount of time and were also against the same people. Like, no, they wouldn't be able... Yeah. No, you're wrong. It was definitely fake, yeah, exactly. but historians, and the reason why it comes from that is because they think that it wasn't fake the, around the entire country, and it was still catch wrestling in other places and stuff like that, but Gotch was faking it. Clearly, he was faking it. Well, clear, this is what they were saying, and it's basically the same thing that you'll read about if you read this, uh, well, you hear about, sorry, um, later on, which is, uh, it was fake, like, we don't know 100% if it was fake or real, in front of a crowd, but um, there is documentation that Tom Jenkins and Frank Gotch really did wrestle, and Tom Jenkins won in just under an hour. But that was just for other wrestlers. Like, this is just for, like, they would always have the, like, who's actually tougher, and they would just keep on doing that backstage, but, like, in the ring, they're fucking... The show is the show. Because if you look at how Frank Gotch wins this world title, Tom Jenkins is known for basically, you call it now a Kimura, uh, but the double wrist lock and catch wrestling. And Frank Gotch breaks that lock and pins Tom Jenkins. And that's just basic pro wrestling. You broke the old guy's finishing move, the unstoppable finishing move, and now you have, right? Yeah, it's classic. I like that there was, all, there was Hulk and a comeback already put into it. Like, this is the only time where that wouldn't elicit an audience going, oh, for fuck's sake. That they're like, yeah, because they actually had never seen it before. Imagine all the stuff. The first time Ric Flair took his dick out on an airplane, Frank Gotch was watching <laughs> from heaven. The first time Michael P.S. Hayes hid coke in a baby's diaper. <laughs> the first time Michael P.S. Hayes dated a girl where you're like, I mean, not only could you be her dad, you could be her granddad. Yeah. Gross, Mikey. Hey, Michael Hayes, not only could you be her dad, you're her third cousin. Here's what I like about Michael Hayes. His head and his torso, the same size. The exact same fucking size. The thing about Gotcha is the reason why everyone, I think, this is my just guess, but the uh, another reason why it's fine that he's a... Uh, that he's like he's a big baby face or whatever is because he's 204 pounds, five foot eleven, and a lot of these guys are bigger than him. They're the strong men, but also Frank. You know, that's a great point. He does have dirty. a bizarrely well proportioned body for someone who has done nothing but drink Jägermeister. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Gotch, just before we take a break, uh, this kind of sets up what's about to happen in the man's career, but he is a very dirty wrestler. Like, he's the original um, dirty wrestler. He's, like, gouging eyes and biting fingers. There's tales of him just, like, breaking a dude's toe. All right, so after the break, we're going to talk about the two, that is two, George Hackenschmidt and Frank Gotch matches from 1908 and 1911. We'll get into a bit of who George Hackenschmidt is after the break. 
Hey, Dylan, we're trying to do this break really fast. Go. Okay, uh, please rate, subscribe to the Wrestler Review. And we have websites. Please buy our albums off our websites. TheJohnHastings.com and DylanAgot.com. The A is for attentive. Mm, we're back from break. Hey, everybody. Dylan Gott is off talking to his girlfriend about how he's on his period. Shut up. Uh, I will not shut up. Uh, Frank Gotch, return to Iowa and um, Tom Jenkins, all that, that sort of stuff. Slowly, he began gaining recognition in the world of wrestling all over America. Gotch set his sights on the World Heavyweight Wrestling Championship. No, he already won that by. from Tommy. Here, do you want to know how he won from no, Tom he didn't. Jenkins? No, he didn't. I thought he... No, because I thought there was two. I thought there was... Because I thought it was then... Oh, wait, am he, I wrong then here? They had, I think you are wrong because I think that... There, he oh, was he the, won the American... Did he win the American, American title from Jenkins? He won the American title, but okay. the world title was Hackenschmidt. Okay. No, because the... Here, all right, here's the fun... Th- all right, so Tom Jenkins then wins the title back... Because here's why, here's why it's fake. Like, here's how you can see it's fake. So, Gotch lose. All right, so Gotch wins the title from Jenkins on a DQ because Jenkins gets um, mad at Gotch for all the fouls and just punches him in the face and then wins on DQ. Jenkins then wins the title back from him. Um, and he goes over to face George Hackenschmidt. Now, here's the thing. Uh, sorry, Hackenschmidt goes over to America to face Jenkins. Now, here's... Um, now here's the big part, and where we're gonna kind of fuck a George Hackenschmidt episode, but whatever, is that Hackenschmidt has a conversation with another German wrestler named uh, Zurich, and uh, Zurich he basically Zurich challenges Hackenschmidt to the European heavyweight title, and um, he's like, I challenge you for the European heavyweight title, and then Hackenschmidt just says, Listen, I'm going to win the American title, and then outlines how it's gonna happen. Will you take a dive for me, essentially, as a build? And Zurich says, no, I'm a professional wrestler. But then Zurich goes to the fucking papers and tells them, here's how George Hackenschmidt's going to win the world heavyweight title from Tom Jenkins in America. Holy shit. Yeah, baby. But since it's 19 fucking, what is it, 1902 or some shit like that, no one on this side hears it, so... George Hackenschmidt comes over to America. He's greeted with open arms. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt, who's like a huge wrestling fan, uh, takes lessons with George Hackenschmidt, and he wins the title. And Hackenschmidt, you have to understand, is he's, uh, they call him the Russian Lion, but he's actually German, raised in Estonia. And uh, he. Or Latvian. There's also evidence that he yeah. might be Latvian. The thing with wrestlers at the time, I think they just were like, Falsify your ba- uh, your birth certificates. Even that's fake. In the same way that um, Gordon Soley thought all sports were fake because he was so drunk. <laughs> well, it's also like, this is also a wrestling tradition like, uh, no one knows what Estonia is. You're Russian. It's the same thing as like Sabu's, um, he's, uh, he's, he's an Arab guy. Isn't he Italian and from Detroit? No. No, you're from, no. you're that. <laughs> he, no. <laughs> this guy who's saying fuck in the ring and... Uh, God damn it! Is uh, he can't speak a word of English? Yeah, the reason why uh, that guy doesn't talk is because his uncle Ashik took his tongue. Yeah, is exactly. Something that. By the way, one of the best hometowns in the history of pro wrestling, Bombay, Michigan. When they just had to be like, yeah, I mean, this guy, uh, <laughs> this guy, his gimmick is his gimmick, but he's gonna be speaking English in the ring. Very clear. I do. That's why I like ECW because they were like, well, "What the fuck are you gonna do?" Huh? <laughs> He's a, this is um the I would tradition pay. Of, I would pay a hundred thousand dollars, by the way, to show Frank Gotch bare, ECW's first pay per view, barely legal. Just sit him down and be like, "You know what you did? This is what it became." And and then he, what is this malarkey? This is malarkey. <laughs> they. Once again, this is going into, at this point, you have to understand, this is the biggest wrestling match of all time. Maybe still the biggest wrestling match of all time is Gotch versus Hackenschmidt now. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Hackenschmidt now is, has been a wrestler for a while, so he's, he's like, his, he's toast. He's, uh, his knees are fucked. Um, he has this workout regimen where he carries like six, where he's, he carries 600 pounds of cement on his back. With a 232-pound partner uh, on top of that. So, 
and he's doing lunges with a 232-pound man on his back, and then the 600 uh, pounds of cement are just, like, for hanging out. And the other thing about when Gotch, or sorry, when Hackenschmidt beat Jenkins is he beats him easily in two straight falls, but that's the first catch-as-catch-can match of George Hackenschmidt's career. So it's pretty see-through that this shit's all fake. Now, when we get to Gotch versus Hackenschmidt, basically, they do... Now, tell me if this isn't a generic pro wrestling build. What they do is Hackenschmidt faces this American strongman wrestler, a guy who's like 300 pounds, and just fucking ragdolls him, beats him easily. And then Gotch basically has a ton of trouble with him um, in their match the next month. And then all they do is Gotch and Hackenschmidt squash people all around the country to gain, like, um, to gain, what do you call that? That stuff. Yeah, it's basically yeah, to, they, to, to gain, like, a, to fucking build up the match. I'm sorry. I'm an yeah, idiot. Immovable force, uh, meets the unstoppable object. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's very clear then, what's going to happen because it's like George Hackenschmidt is too fucking old. Um, and Frank Gotch is, is young, so they're going to give the, obviously they're going to give the title to the young guy, and they play up the fact that Hackenschmidt has bad knees, and Gotch has the toehold. So we've got, like, we've got basically the basis for all of professional wrestling into this day. Like, they're doing Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar, and they would be quite remiss if they did not do something about Samoa Joe, like... Samoa Joe injures Brock Lesnar's leg next week on Raw. Like, that would be great. And then Samoa Joe can win with a fucking heel hold. And then, yeah. And it's kind of fitting that we're doing this Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe match. right? And we're doing Frank Gotch right now. Because it's very much like a old school wrestling angle. That they could just do. And how are they going to fuck it up? Like, we're both part of a comedian's wrestling group on Facebook. Where we've talked about how they're going to fuck it up. And it's like... I don't know. Samoa Joe and Rikishi are gonna stink face each other or something. Like it's gonna be awful. But it's what the only way that they can make it good is that Brock Lesnar can't suplex him and shit like that. He has to have trouble. Like it's one of those things where any move that Brock does, Joe just has to get offense on it. Make it much more similar to a fight. Something similar yeah. to a Gotch Hackenschmidt where it's it's this to that, that to this, that to that. So it's telling the story of one guy's doing everything he can to stop that he that's worked on everyone else won't work on this little bully but yeah. i don't think it's gonna end up being that way i, I don't think, it's think so be and like... the other thing is why would he have trouble suplexing like i could see them doing like a lesnar has to earn his germans and then he wins the match that way but why would why would he have trouble suplexing samoa joe when we've all when, when there's tapes of him easily belly to bellying the big show <laughs> like he fucking have you ever seen the suplex he did to Rey Mysterio, where it's like he threw him from one turnbuckle and then he hit the other one? It's like, fucking Christ. Why? The man has a damn family. I have not seen that. I assume it's because I was too busy being a cool guy. No, you probably <laughs> were You probably were crying. <laughs> no. You're probably fucking you. crying. No. So the other thing is, these guys have finishing moves, so you can win a match Do by it. pin or submission. Two out of three falls every match. And these guys have finishing moves. They do have finishing moves. But they they use them on occasion, right? So basically, if yeah, you use a finishing move on a guy, it's a feud ender, which kind of plays into the two Hackenschmidt versus Gotch matches. The first Hackenschmidt... Which I actually really like, by the way, that it's something that you don't see all the time. Like it's, yes. Because it is a bit de rigueur. You're like, I know that this is how it's going to end. But it'd be like, you know, if you only saw the fucking RKO every fourth match where it's like holy shit he was able to hit it or he doesn't always hit it every time you know what i mean shit like that yeah as your page to not seeing it like yeah that. i yeah i always thought a cool thing for daniel bryan would have been like he's the ultimate wrestler so he just pins people like i thought that would have been a cool way to take that whereas like you still could have done the small guy stuff but it's like he like what a good i yeah what a good, good idea, idea for idiots only only idiots would think that's a good idea i got you how dare you how dare you? I tricked you. <laughs> so in the first Gotch-Hackenschmidt uh, match, they wrestle two hours and Hackenschmidt quits. Because the whole thing is Hackenschmidt, very strong. Uh, Gotch, obviously smaller than him. So it's the whole story of stamina versus strength. Um, after the match, Hackenschmidt says, uh, says it was a great match and Gotch is the better wrestler. And then he, of course, goes to Europe where he says uh, Gotch greases and he's fucking dirty. Because the European style of wrestling at that 
time was just very wrestling. It was like wrestling, like no dirty shit. Yeah. Whereas the American style of wrestling is um, like there's thoughts in the first time that Gotch wins the title. Uh, Jenkins basically says, this guy tried to fucking gouge my eyes out. Why can't I punch him in the face? The actual quote Good is, point. any ma- any gentleman who would try and gouge a man's eyes is no gent whatsoever. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. You're a wrestler. You've been working since the age of 10, and you used the word gentleman twice. Congratulations. Yeah, it's probably because someone whispered in his ear and was like, say, say gentleman, or uh, or your glass eye will fall out. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that, after this match, of course, uh, they tour, because what they would do is film these fights or film boxing matches. You have to understand, the three sports in America at this time that were popular were professional wrestling, wrestling boxing, and horse boxing. racing. Yeah, it's all... No basically, TV. all things. Yeah. That, basically, it's like, am I going to see someone die? Probably not. Well, damn it. Okay. <laughs> and there's just a ton of like Hackenschmidt's talking about how he's like, yeah, this guy gouged my fucking eyes the whole time. <clears throat> Whereas Gotch basically says like, he, I never let him get a grip on me to use his, to use the power like his Greco fucking style uh, on me. Um, so they they make a tape of this match, and if you've seen if you've seen the uh, anything on like Jack Johnson or boxers or like the boxers from that era, um, they would film big matches and then show them in movie theaters for money, and then Frank Gotch would tour around the country and then give a little speech before they showed the theater. He also did some vaudeville stuff, like in time. In between your matches, you had other forms of income that basically were like, you know, imagine if Conor McGregor won a fight and, you know, got around and then there was no way to see it. Held so he a press to, conference that, yeah, held a press conference where you had to pay for pay-per-view and he drove a Maserati. Yeah, no, things have really changed from then until now. Oh, wait, they're exactly the same. <laughs> So then we get Jack Curley in business, and now Jack Curley was the mastermind behind the um, Jim Jeffries versus, uh, not the comedian, Jim Jeffries, the boxer, uh, against Jack Johnson, which was one of the biggest grossing events of all time. He wants to do another Gotch-Hackenschmidt match. Now, Gotch, this is kind of the other thing where it's like, you can see a lot of what wrestling becomes in Frank Gotch, because... First of all, he keeps on retiring and saying he's going to leave without, like, basically jobbing the title out to someone else. Um, so he's basically building it up as him being the bad guy for the inevitable handover. Ooh, yeah. And uh, Hackenschmidt, Hackenschmidt's, Hackenschmidt's knees are, like, fucked at this point. Um, and during the preparation for their second match... Imagine wrestling but without any medical care whatsoever. So it's like, oh, my spine's broken. Oh, I didn't realize you were gay. Because <laughs> that's what happens. Hackenschmidt, uh, essentially, there's a lot of allegations that Gotch had people in Hackenschmidt's camp to fuck up his knee. Because the other thing about this that doesn't really add up is, like, they sell out Comiskey Park with the second one. So why wouldn't George Hackenschmidt then win and they can do a third match? So there's a lot of thought that the second match was essentially Hacken- that Gotch just fucked up this dude's knee and then double-crossed him. There's no real understanding of whether this was fake or not because the whole second match is done in 20 minutes, in 30 minutes, sorry. And now you have to understand their first match went two hours and then they shook hands and went, this gentleman is more of a gentleman than I am. I, not only do you get the title, but you get the night with one of my sexiest 11-year-olds. Yes. Oh, now we will adjourn to the back to decide who will wear the top hat and who will wear the bowler for our night of drinking steak and drinking only bourbon because it's (laughs) 1911 and those are literally the cleanest foods available. No, no, no. You cut up steak, you put it in bourbon, you drink it, and you're like, oh, I'll live till 35 with a diet like this. Excellent. So yeah, whole thing's done in 30 minutes. Gotch wins with the toehold in the end because Hackenschmidt's knee is uh, fucked up. Now, this is kind of crazy because um, the training partner for Hackenschmidt at the time said that he was paid, I believe it was like $5,000 to ruin Hackenschmidt's leg in the build-up to the match. You know, and uh, Hackenschmidt would have retired well before this, but the match was 11 keys, $11,000, which is like in 1910 money, 
YOLO, YOLO, I got a house and a car and a woman and a woman and a woman yeah. and a man. What's, th- what's that lady's job? She chews on my balls. What's that girl's <laughs> job? She gets that first girl breath mints. Like, it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Sometimes they switch if I'm bored. Yeah, but not always because I, I like a rhythm. Here's the thing that's insane about <laughs> yeah, 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 fucking yeah. the world is that, okay, a hundred years ago, if you were the million, you were a millionaire. People were like, "Oh, I guess you're the president." And now it's like, if you're a millionaire, you're like, "I'm a guy who owns a house in Toronto." Yeah, my dear. The other special thing about this match was that uh, Frank Gotch said the first fall would go by half Nelson to high crotch, and uh, said, "You can train that shit all day, baby." And then. Hackenschmidt did, and he still won the first ball by fall by half Nelson to high crotch. So this really does uh, reek of basically him fucking over George Hackenschmidt. Like you got a two injured, you got a guy who's injured and a guy who's very fresh. So Frank Gotch essentially just pulls some shit on him and just double crosses him because fuck a third match. I'm the king of pro wrestling right now. You know what I mean? Like I'll prove, because everyone, everyone at the first match was like, ah, I don't know. He he said he greased and Hackenschmidt. Like the other thing, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like Hackenschmidt was a foreign heel. He was fucking embraced by the whole country. Yeah, he was beloved. Exactly. This is again. This is before Russia was communist. This is just when yeah. Russia was a big country with nice classical music. That's very, very true. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. This is just like, oh, he's from our other friendly place. No, Russia was not an enemy at this point. He was not a Jew or a black. That's who the enemies were before <laughs> World War One, guy. Unfortunately, yes. And yeah, and yeah. and Hackenschmidt. Oh, he's. He's not the personification of Ricketts. Let him be. <laughs> and Hackenschmidt is German, which is like, you've just got this huge influx of German immigrants in the United States. Booyah, 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 booyah. Amazing point. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, of course you did. Booyah, booyah, booyaka, 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 Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Booyaka, booyaka, booyaka. Hey, Dylan, do you like hugging? Haha, <laughs> got you. You're Bailey. <laughs> I'm not Bailey. You're Bailey. Haha, <laughs> you like hugging. So here's where the whole thing comes in. Basically, what I said, this this is where Frank Gotch turns into Triple H. Frank Gotch, for the rest of his career, basically every pro wrestling promoter wants Frank Gotch to face their dude and to hand over that NWA title to further wrestling. Because Gotch is like, as much as he's he's 33 when he wins the second Hackenschmidt match, so he's fucking done. Especially with, ni- yeah. with medicine in 1910, where, as you said, like, oh, your leg's broken. Shoot it. Shoot it with a gun and drink some whiskey. Now you have no leg. You're ready to fight again. You know? <laughs> so... Yeah. Uh, I think there's something wrong with my spine. It's still in your body, and you're above the age of 30. That should be removed, <laughs> or it'll begin to rot. But Gotch essentially... And in this corner, facing the Russian bear, George Hackenschmidt, the puddle known as Frank Gotch. <laughs> so Gotch just faces people in his inner circle. And this is the other thing about anyone who says Frank Gotch was 100% above board. All the people in his training camp were just weird carnies. <laughs> so it was like... Basically, it's put that Gotch could have been just an innocent dude around nothing but people taking advantage of other people, but more than likely, he was obviously just a fucking grifter. They were all grifters. Who wouldn't do that? So after the second fight, much like the first one, they go around in theaters showing the match, with uh, and Gotch did a touring vaudeville show where he earned $1,100 a week uh, up until he wrestled off and on up until he went back to the farm and died of either, what was it, uremic poisoning or syphilis. <laughs> I was like, those are Why two Why does it opposite- have to be one or the other, by the way? Like, this is the interesting thing. Yeah. Why does it have to be one or the other? Can it be both? Can it be uremic poisoning that triggered the syphilis that led to his brutal, inevitable, and thank God he's dead death? Because there would be nothing worse. Imagine a 101-year-old Frank Gotch right now. Imagine... Just the racial slurs alone would be something disheartening. Frank Gotch would be like 118 right now. No, he wouldn't. His professional career started in 1899. <laughs> Frank Gotch oh would be like 150 Yeah, he would be long dead. Frank Gotch here, he's, oh, he's uh, the oldest man in the world. What are you thinking, Frank? Bring back the color barrier. Okay. Yeah. Please, Frank, no, no. no. And that'd be a, prog- by the way, that'd be a progressive thing he's saying, is bring back the color <laughs> barrier. Like, oh, he'd be saying a horrendous thing. Ugh. 
Uh, why is there a woman here that's not fun? <laughs> this is how you know he's about he's about to pass on and he's very sick though. He turned down $85,000 to film two more matches. Um and then went to his farm and passed on. But the legacy of Frank Gotch, like I don't think there's been a man who we know less about who's had more of an impact on pro wrestling. Like Certainly, it hasn't been used as a finishing move for, I'm going to say, over 60 years, but the toehold is what it's still used today. And not in yeah, the Yeah, well, like, and technically speaking, yeah. it was used by, as a finishing hold for a very long time by one of the Wrestle Review's favorite wrestlers. Yes. No, because it was a. You ain't, they, you ain't sucking dog. <laughs> they say spinning toehold. So Terry Funk used the spinning toehold. This is not that. That's this is legit. You flatten the guy's leg out, you grab his foot, and you just yank it back towards your body. That was Frank Gotch's finishing move. All right, I was just trying to make him somewhat relevant to our listeners, <laughs> and you had to shit on me. No, of course not. Trying no. to fuck it. This make is this the guy's legacy seem worthwhile. He died of numeric fever and cephalus, and you want to shit on his legacy? I just want to fucking help the guy out. This is the this is the start of Frank Gotch started mixed martial arts and pro wrestling. He started two sports. He didn't start them, but he was the first major. Him and George Hackenschmidt were the first major stars in two sports that are the reason pay-per-view is around. Like, Frank Gotch is pay-per-view. <laughs> like, the two biggest, if WWE hadn't gone to the network, the two biggest parts of pay-per-view are still Frank Gotch. So what you're saying is Frank Gotch is Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is Frank Gotch. Yeah. Because he retired, that's the other thing, I don't know if I stated that explicitly, but Gotch basically just picked handpicks opponents, like guys who he knew would lose to him, or he knew he could beat, whichever one, it's the same thing, until he retired. So he didn't ever hand over the NWA title. He never jobbed out. He basically fucked over the NWA. I'm. This is all me. Before guessing, it even began. He fucked over the NWA with the George Hackenschmidt double cross and then just didn't lose the title. He's Shane Douglas. Yeah, he's Shane Douglas minus the flab and the pill addiction plus long-lasting legacy and no career at Target. <laughs> is that still on Shane Douglas? One of the best things on Wikipedia is Shane Douglas's Wikipedia for the longest time said, he's now in the training program at Target. <laughs> uh, I think it's still I think it's still up there. If I was Shane Douglas, I would change that, even if it was true. <laughs> His explanation, by the way, of why he did that is so insane. Like it's like, well, you have to, you have to, uh, you have to do something for your uh, kids, and it's noble. I was there with many ex-football players. Like, he's so fucking crazy. He's so fucking nuts. That guy. Oh boy, is he fucking crazy. This is the other thing. Gotch very much was a guy who did shit for him because the once film of the second uh, Hackenschmidt Gotch match became like uh, available and people started watching it in theaters. Not only were newspaper reporters saying wrestling was fake, but it really did a number on pro wrestling because people just decided that match was fake. I like it, by the way, of of course, pro wrestling, biggest thing in the world, slowly already just destroys itself, immediately destroys itself. before Basically it really within 15 years. It's fucking depressing as shit. But that's what, it, I mean, if you fake, if you fake something, people are going to know it's fake. People are only dumb for so long. So what's your favorite thing about Frank Gotch? Was it his promos? What is this? He was a one hell of a promo. I think my favorite thing about Frank Gotch is his the fact that fuck you, I'm doing a double. I like I like that wrestling. Even in the early days of wrestling, already going for a fucking uh, uh, already going for a fucking double cross already. I dig it. I like it. Yeah, of course. He you can really really see you can really see that it's he was raised by carnies. He um he was raised in the business by carnies. So why wouldn't you go in like a carny, you go out like a carny. You know what I mean? There's no two ways about it. Frank Gotch is absolutely fat. My favorite thing about Frank Gotch is uh, the toehold. It's still, it's been around for over 100 years. And Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Are you happy that I let you say that? You're a fucking piece of shit. You're a fucking <laughs> piece of shit. But basically, Frank Gotch is, Kurt, like, Kurt Angle is Frank Gotch. Frank Gotch is Kurt Angle. Dirty guy with a foot lock. Like, that is that not Kurt Angle? Like, wrestling hasn't changed. He set the template for professional wrestling, a template that still is... works. Of course it works. I mean, it, it sounds... Absolutely. It sounds super, like, obvious to say, but... First Gotch-Hackenschmidt match. Hey, this guy, 
this the champion uh sorry the george hackerschmidt beat this guy super easily and frank gotch uh they have a mutual opponent and frank gotch had problems oh i I think hackerschmidt will probably win okay well now you've set up a match but it yeah, with these guys are both unstoppable, but one guy showed a bit of a weakness one time, so he'll probably win. Because the only guy that uh, Frank Koch ever really lost to was uh, Farmer Burns. Sorry, not Farmer Burns, Tom Jenkins. Um, he yeah, also Tom lost Jenkins. to a guy named you Mike Bell. You fuck, you dumb fuck, you're a dumb fuck. He also lost to a guy named Mike Bell uh, with with the exact same finish as the Sting Vader first world championship win, where... Uh, Frank Gotch hit his head on the post, and then Mike Bell pinned him. And people were wondering if this shit was fake. <laughs> you know? Oh, he hit his head, and then he got a roll-up pin. That seems real. <laughs> like, I, but they, how would they know about fighting? Like, you don't have time to fight. I'm going to fight. You don't have time. Dig a hole, sluts. <laughs> That's true. That is absolutely true. And the other thing is, if people are entertained by it, then why does it matter? You know? It doesn't matter. That's the whole thing about movies. It's like it it's way easier to spend suspend your disbelief when it's not two real people actually doing something with no special effects right in front of your eyes. It's way easier to spend your disbelief than just like yeah, a suplex or a souple as they say, you know? What's the worst thing about Frank Gotch, John? His wife's name was Gladys Oystrich. <laughs> Gladys, Gladys probably like Gladys Baca Come here baby. and put my bushy pubic mound in your in your mouth. Maybe he was the first guy to shave. You don't know. I know. I've seen his dick. I think it's very clear to see that uh, every man would benefit from doing 150 squats a day and shave your pubic hair. Yeah. Two things you need to know about me. Shave your bush. Show your dick. <laughs> shave your bush, <laughs> then fucking show it to me. Yo, bro, do you shave your bush and then show it to people? Because I do, bro. <laughs> I think the worst thing about Frank Gotch is probably that we don't have any footage of the actual match. We just have, we legit have the footage of the matches. Three minutes of him and uh, George Hackersmith trying to touch each other's legs. <laughs> That's it. We have them circling each other and trying to touch each other's legs. And the other one being like, you can't touch my legs. That's how like you and I flirted at a wedding a couple of days back. Oh, yeah. Sucky, sucky, me, me. In front of those geese with the electric fence? <laughs> those geese? There was, a, there was a ton of goose shit. Okay, let me say this about those geese, and then we will end the podcast. We will Dylan do that. and I went to a wedding a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And there was an electrified fence to keep the geese in one particular area. And I was, when I say, like, I was hammered drunk, but I was smart enough to go, oh, so, oh that fence is definitely electrified. There's a massive battery plugged into it. And do you know how many people I had to stop from touching the fence? <laughs> I will say this. The fence looked electrified like you would say like you would see in Looney Tunes. Yeah, but it's yeah, but it's because we're all used to like mental institution electro fences, not goose electro fence. It's still gonna fuck you up. Like it's still not gonna feel like a kiss. <laughs> It didn't look that electrified, and people were drunk, and there were all men. So it's like, you can't be like, don't do that. Uh, it'll hurt you. They were not all Oh, it'll fucking hurt me? I'll fucking hurt you. I'll fucking hurt you right now. It was not all men. It was There were also ladies involved in it. We were like, what? Those ladies were men. You, what? <laughs> Kate Lucas is a man? Yeah, buddy. She's a fucking man, bro. I hope she listens to this and hears you calling her a man. Ha ha ha. Ha ha, Dylan. Ha ha. You fucked up. Ha ha. <laughs> so, uh, in in summation on Frankie Gotch, I think you can see all of... Like, I could, we can just list off the top. Um, here's how this dude changed, like, helped make wrestling what it is. You can see the good stuff. Proper build to a match. Um, he has a finishing move. He sets in he sets in its ways the like new japan thing where it's like only in special matches do you use your like special move um the bad things a double cross uh like an old school what the nwa always was worried about double cross maybe the first one ever um he and uh refusing to drop the title 
which is still a thing and always will be a thing. Of course you wouldn't, if it's supposed to be real and then never lose, you know, cause he never lost to anyone outside of his youth and wrestling. The last one he did was a fluke win, which probably I'm guessing because he put a ton of money on the other guy. <laughs> oh, I hope that it was to pay off a gambling debt. And then that's how, what happens is they then injected him with syphilis to kill him. That's the crazy thing. Like we can say this all day. Like, uh, yeah, he was probably, it was probably all fake, blah, blah, blah. This dude is from Iowa and there's still a wrestling tradition in Iowa because of Frank Gotch. Iowa wrestlers are like New York basketball players. Like, that's the official sport of that state. They didn't really have a state identity before Frank Gotch, and Frank Gotch gave it to them, which is insane. Especially when it's like your state identity was a, was a carny who gouged people's eyes when he was like, I'm winning the fucking match. Oh, I'm taking it home to Gladys, and I'm going to give it to her twice. Once for me, and once for me. Both are for me. Dylan, I'm wrapping it up. All right. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Mm. Uh, next week, we're going to be doing Steve Carino, the man who was the king of old school, and yet every time he got punched, I'm bladed old school. his face, bladed Who's his old dick, school? bladed his butt, had a feud with Dusty Rhodes. In ECW. The turn man, of, everyone the turn forgets that sweet ECW run that Dusty Rhodes had. Absolutely fantastic. All right. Well, thanks very much for uh, listening, guys. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Wrestler Review. Buy our albums. DylanAgot.com, TheJohnHastings.com. Show up to our houses and give us money. Bye 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 bye